off-season insight this week on the Fantasy Rucker Show. We are joined by a special guest who found himself in the thick of what was a crazy Major League Rugby off-season. Andrew Coe of RFCLA joins us to talk about the past couple months from the dispersal draft to the New York Ironworkers. He gives us everything we need to know that happened behind the scenes. We also have a very special announcement for everyone who wants to try out Fantasy MLR in 2024. The Fantasy Rucker Show starts right now. Where rugby and the world of fantasy sports collide. Welcome to the Fantasy Rucker Show. Bringing fantasy rugby to the masses. Talking all things rugby from the MLR to leagues around the world. We're on top of it. Headphones on, pads off. This is the Fantasy Rucker Show. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Yee, Matt Yee, and Devin Vanderpool. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 91 of the Fantasy Ruckers Show. Thank you so much for Fantasy Ruckers League members, our community members, and everyone else tagging along on this journey of trying to make Fantasy Rugby a reality in the MLR. And look who's back. It's felt like an eternity since uh, we've seen this uh, pretty face here on the Fantasy Ruckers Show. But Vandy, Happy New Year, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, well, Matt Yee, Devin Vandy, Vanderpool, and myself, Ryan Yee, here with you to break down all things latest in the MLR and, of course, have a spin of it uh, when it comes to fantasy MLR. But, Vandy, how, how's life been, man? You, you've obviously been busy. Finally was able to carve out a little bit of time for yeah, us here. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Forget I about us. make a slice for you guys. Eh? <laughs> we, uh, we, I guess the show uh, didn't make you too big here. You were able to come back here and, and, and at least carve out a little time for us, huh? Yeah, no, uh, just, uh, just busier in all hell. I mean, uh you know, I, I'm expecting another little one in July, so I don't think the world I don't think the world's ready for that. No, man. you know what? They're not. They're not. No. And then just <laughs> well, be busy, work, trying to yeah. start my own little thing here. Hopefully the boss man's not listening, but if you are, <laughs> should have paid me more. And uh yeah, no, life's been good, boys. How you been? Well, uh, we've been good, man. We've missed you. We've missed you quite yeah, a bit. But you I, know what? I've there's been, been coming been... on here. <laughs> there's no, been... you've been leaving me here with ryan for the last 20 episodes vandy and you know you know that can get yeah uh, yeah a little bit a little bit of brotherly love there eh yeah and i'm sure uh vandy that uh you've heard at least heard inklings there's been no shortage of crazy news that have been happening in oh, hey, the hey, world hey, of listen, major league rugby so I'm still in the world so we got to get break that all down. And like I said, at the top of the show, we got a special guest here on uh, the Fantasy Rucker Show who's kind of been in the thick of it. Um, and I think he's the best guy to talk to here um, about everything that's going on. Friend of the show, Andrew Coe, will be joining us in just a, a couple minutes here um, to chat everything uh, latest going on from, from the New York Ironworkers to now joining LA. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but before we get into it, I got to make a, a pretty uh, big announcement here for our listeners and viewers. Um, we're taking the biggest step ever i think when it comes to making fantasy mlr a reality for really? everyone um and there's going to be stuff uh coming out here and uh, th- coming up this week that uh, people will want to keep an eye out uh, we're going to talk about that more on the show uh after the interview but uh, you'll want to stick around of uh, some very important details and information about how you will be able to play fantasy mlr coming up this that's right everyone uh, has a chance of playing fantasy MLR this season. Details coming up after the interview. Uh, before we get into it, though, uh, Maddie, uh, just a quick little uh, segment here about other fantasy circles. You've been taking yeah. part in Super Brew, watching a little bit of fantasy premiership. 
top yep. 10% in the world, uh, tied with uh, Matt McCarthy's rugby wrap-up. Well, Not too shabby there, we're tied, on, we're tied on points, but we're one ranking ahead. Uh, but, yeah, we're still running the show. <laughs> no big deal. I even missed all of Christmas, and uh, we're still back at it, top 10% in the world. Um, yeah, it's not just fantasy MLR that we rock at. We are, we are stellar and savants in the world of uh, fantasy premiership as well. Well, there we go. Uh, whether savant, it's fantasy... eh? Savant. Oh, yeah, you, you heard, you heard it there. <laughs> Big you words had for you, Bandy. Hands, they'd all be patting your back, eh? <laughs> oh, buddy, I wish I had a fourth. Yeah, we know you <laughs> well, do with well, that one. Whether, oh, oh man, Bandy's back. We Bandy's back. back. Well. Uh, whether it's fantasy premiership or fantasy MLR, uh, Maddie uh, doing pretty well here in this 2023 uh, yeah, 20, fantasy football 24 year fantasy football. Oh, that's buddy, a whole I, other, I don't even want to talk about that. That's a that's a whole other conversation. Oh. Um, but hey, before that's we get into it, like it. we say, like we say every single episode, uh, if you're not already, make sure you're giving us a follow at the Fantasy Ruckers X. Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, that's where this big information is going to come out about how you can play Fantasy MLR. So you want to be watching there. Join our Discord community. Link down below in the description. And uh, you also can check out the FantasyRuckers.com, which is going to be a big part of us here for the 2024 year. If you are playing Fantasy MLR this upcoming season, you'll want to check out that out. We have all the latest stats from 2023 that you can uh, get a little jump on your, your studies there to get prepped for the 2024 Fantasy MLR season. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, talking about the 2023 season, a guy that did not too shabby here in the 2023 uh, fantasy season, uh, it's time to bring on friend of the show, Andrew Coe. Talk a little bit about the crazy December that has been. Andrew, welcome to the Let's Fantasy Rock Show, man. Welcome back. It's been a while, thank dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's fun to be back on. It's uh feel there's a lot of tea to be spilled, so. Ooh, <laughs> sipping the tea. Yeah, for lack of better terms. I mean, we were just talking uh, before we hopped on the show there, Coey. Uh, it's been uh, a pretty hectic uh, last couple months here around uh, Major League Rugby. And, and and somehow you found yourself in uh, in the thick of all of it. Yeah, right where you wanted to be. Don't yeah, let him exactly. lie Life was getting a bit too plain, you know. <laughs> I needed right. a wrench getting thrown in there. Well, uh, let, let's break it all in uh, and, and talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll go through kind of, I think we talked about it before, the best way to kind of go through it, Kobe, just because there was so much stuff going on. Just, let's take it through like a chronological way, just so Vandy is following along and he can he can yeah. make sure that he's I keeping like up. I like picture books. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll make sure. But let, let's start off by talking a little bit about last year, uh, Co. Uh, 2023 uh, with the New York Ironworkers. Not too bad for you individually. Maybe a little bit of a disappointing season yeah. for, for the Ironworkers as a whole. But um, just take me back on, on how your 2023 year went and, and how you felt uh, going through that, that, that campaign there of yours. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of tough looking back on it, I guess I really haven't reflected on it too much since all of the kind of, <laughs> well, that's why you're here, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <seriously. laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, coming off of the 2022 win. I guess it was kind of the expectation that we would just kind of show up and, and um, you know, kind of do the same. And that's not how sports works. Sports is you either got to keep moving forward, you got to keep getting better, or else you're going to fall behind. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it just wasn't the wasn't the season for us. It wasn't in the cards. Um, yeah, it was it was tough. I, I think we all just kind of 
stayed the same when we needed to push forward. Um, you know, everyone, everyone included, including myself. So it was a bit, uh, bit disappointing. It ended the way it did. Um, but still such a fun year. This, this league yeah. is, is honestly so much fun to play in, uh, to be in New York now that it's over. And to say that I lived in New York for a couple of years in my twenties is, you know, something I'll, I'll cherish forever. So I'm, I'm very, very happy it happened. Well, it, it, it's the, 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 the theme and the vibe here it sounds like someone freaking passed away because obviously there's no more New York iron workers. Team, so we're going to, we're going to ba yeah, ba basically. Um, but I think the good thing when it comes to fantasy MLR, the perspective there, Coey, is that we're all about individual performances here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you did not too bad in, uh, in the world of fantasy MLR. Um, you did, did quite well. You're uh, the only we reason kind of... I ended up 500. I'll be honest. Well, <laughs> let, let's talk, let, let's talk about a little bit here, Coey. If you had to guess, out of the entire league, um, where you finished off in, you did really, you did pretty good uh, in your first season, um, and you were a steal uh, uh, last year, one of the steals of your your first year. But uh, and and Vandy was eating all that up, and he made sure to get you on his squad. This I would year. argue he was a steal second year too. That but... is true. It is true. Where do you think, Coey, uh, that you ended up uh, out of everyone in the MLR at any single position? If I were to take a guess. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Everyone in the MLR shot in the dark. I'm gonna go with 16th. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you Whoa. kidding me? You wait, got it wait. on the dot, man. You were 16th over. Are you in our rundown right now? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, like, did I have 168.8 fantasy points? Oh, he's been doing some <laughs> research. He's been doing some research. Uh, it helps, Brian. It helps when you're sharing your screen with me and I can just. Oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> wow. This guy. <laughs> Uh, technology. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah, 168.8 oh. fantasy points. I was like, dude, how did he guess it yeah. on the dot? Nah, you, you forgot, you forgot how, you forgot how Zoom worked. Guess. I did forget how Zoom yeah, worked. Yeah. I completely no, I forgot how I was sharing my screen. I just all of my fantasy points just on my wall yeah. throughout the year. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, I forgot that the fantasyrecords.com is a public URL. Maybe uh, Coey's watching a little bit closer than we thought he was, and he was keeping track of it. But no. Oh, he's just... stacking chips, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Screen. But yeah, Coey, 16th overall. You finished as the ninth place back uh, three uh, player, 168.8 fantasy points. Uh, to put it into perspective, you're around guys uh, like Mika Kruse, uh, Jason Potros, Tarangatira Waitokia. Um, though, those Pretty far away from Joe Mano, though. Yeah, Joe Mono had a ridiculous had season. He was our, right. our, about, our number. Hey, Cole, you should have went to Utah. You'd have that season. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see whether or not he can do it on uh, on the team uh, that he is now going to be on. But yeah, man, we you were electric this past season. 168.8 fantasy points. Andy, like you mentioned, drafted you, and you were a huge yeah. part of him at least uh, keeping some wins this season. Not the most successful season for Vandy, but you at least kept his team afloat. Are you kidding me? So, I don't what? know. I got like what? Whatever. Okay, when did we ago? when did we say that 500 was good? You know, uh, if this was fantasy football, you would not be happy with 500. Bro, I don't know if you remember two years ago, me and Matt weren't in the basement. We took the elevator to hell last or two I, years I, ago. Yeah, and where did I take the elevator this year, bud? Where'd you All take it? <laughs> I, can't I don't say know. It online. I don't know. So for a little bit of context, Co. Maddie went from last place to winning the league last year. Yeah, no biggie. Uh, to Vandy uh, did okay. He did a little bit. Uh, I'm wondering. But I didn't know we lowered the bar that much. That Vandy, you were happy with 500. But nonetheless, Co. You, you are a big part. Football finals. 
dead last again. <laughs> um, you're a big part of why he was 500 there, Co. Um, and I'm sure Vandy will be looking to draft you again in 2024. Um, yeah. But now I guess looking ahead here a little bit, Andrew, um, why don't we kind of, like I said, take it chronologically and start going through kind of what this crazy offseason was like. And I guess we'll start off with kind of the, the hard question in the room, the reason why uh, the vibe was so down when you're kind of reflecting on the New York Ironworkers. But man, reaction to when you heard that uh, the Ironworkers were going to be no more and they were uh, withdrawing from the league. Yeah, it was it was a bit crazy there. I like, I heard rumors and, and murmurings and I'm obviously talking to other guys on the team. I'm, I'm a real close friend with Charlie Hewitt and Charlie Hewitt likes to get his, uh, his nose in a lot of things. So he's, he's giving me all the tea. He's telling me, Oh my God, did you hear this? Like things aren't looking too good. And I just, at one point I said, you know what, man, don't talk to me anymore yeah <laughs> if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i i just want to know what the deal is after that mm-hmm. um the day before i guess to back up a little bit this is probably a couple weeks of a little bit of rumors but like i don't really know what's going on there were some signs things weren't being paid like visas putting down payments on places Things just weren't being paid. Um, So that's where the kind of the rumor mill started. And then uh, I get a call from Sam Windsor the the day before kind of everything went down. And uh, Sam just called me and said, hey, it's not looking good. I don't know what the deal is, but it's looking like it's not going to go through. Um, and then sure enough, the next day we get a text from our owner saying, Hey guys, sorry, but this isn't going, this isn't going anymore. And then a couple hours later, it was released to the public. And then that storm kind of hit, everyone's texting me, my phone's blowing up. What, what does this mean for you? What's your plan? What's going on? I'm like, dude, I just found out. Like I have, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a bit of a bit of a nightmare. It was probably a week of my life that um, maybe lost a couple hairs. Yeah, yeah, a couple years off my life, but <laughs> I can see the oh, gray hairs from here. Well, I don't know. That looks like a little bit of ombre that's put in there from the LA sun or something like that. This is my uh, I lost fantasy football, so I have to keep these frosted tips, these <laughs> ombre for. Uh, <laughs> For roster photos, and then I can take it off. <laughs> Wait, Co, you're in the basement too, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. We I got to eat some hot pants. chicken wings. I'd rather eat, do that than dye my hair. I mean, I don't got any, but we all have our uh, <laughs> our fantasy struggles. But man, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, where where did that kind of line up? Because obviously, the arrows news happened a little bit before then. I think there was a little bit more kind of rumblings, at least publicly, when it came to the arrows just because of the passing of, of Bill Webb and just kind of there being an understanding that, okay, something isn't lining up here. Um, but I guess with that all going on and then you hearing about the the iron workers and obviously behind the, the curtains and behind the scenes, you're kind of getting all that information. Um, the level of concern for you, you say like oh, gray hairs and everything, but it sounds like it was, it was pretty grim. I mean, us as fans, we were kind of freaking out because we're like, what does this mean for the league? I'm sure as a player, yeah, uh, it's right. even 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 crazier than that yeah i yeah i 
I don't really know. I think so. We were told at the beginning of the year that our owner wanted to sell and he was trying to find a buyer. And midway through the year, a buyer appeared and they were starting to put together a package on, on buying the, uh, the team. And um, I think once the arrows kind of fell through, the buyer kind of realized the instability of the league. And I think a lot of buyers and a lot of people with some big money realize how unstable this league is it's kind of fly by the seat of your pants do whatever i mean even today like sure they released sure. the schedule but now they have to re-release the schedule because there's a new team coming in but like maybe people already bought things they already released it like it's it's so it's so wishy-washy all the time um so that i think scared um these new buyers off and as soon as the new buyers pulled out um our old owner was like, nah, I can't, I can't fund this anymore, which is fair enough. It's, it's, it's so expensive to fund a team. You're not making your money back. The, the buy-in is exorbitant at the moment. So, um, you know, it's, it's pretty tough, tough going. Um, so once the arrows news came out and, uh, our buyers pulled out, there just wasn't enough money. And, yeah, it's just a shame that it happened so close to the season. You know? Yeah, if there were some. It was, it was wild. I mean, it was it was crazy. Both the arrows and New York, like, both of them happened at such. It was happening so late. It was like, what the heck is going to happen? How is the league going to? They can't even figure out getting things released on time, let alone try to scramble and put things together for, like, what two months before the new year, which is like only three months before the season starts. Yeah, exactly. And like for a lot of guys, it's a month before we have to show up for preseason. So you yeah. know, I didn't know where I was going to be in a month. You know, I thought I was going yeah. to New York and then now I'm not going to New York, but uh, as, as far as you can get, basically where you yeah. end yeah. up <laughs> across the country. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I mean, one of the, one of the tell and Ryan and I were talking about this a little bit is like, we realized that New York wasn't making any roster moves. There was no signings being announced. There was nothing that was being made public. But then once that the news started coming out that they were that they were uh, they were folding as a team, it was like, oh, they had Augsburger potentially coming in. They had Matina coming in. They had yeah. yeah I think there was rumors of like Cruden potentially coming in. Is like, did you know about those guys and those signings as well beforehand? Yeah. Well, this is New York's always been like that, right? Even last year, New York made, yeah. we had our roster filled out, but we didn't release anything to the public until the very last minute. Right. Uh, even when I signed two years ago, I signed in September and Rugby Canada wanted to do a post thanking me for my services in sevens when I was leaving, but they didn't want to, you know, spoil it and, post anything before New York posted things and New York didn't post anything until December that year. You know, they're, yeah. they were always quite late to post new right. things, but we had our lot roster lined up and our roster was stacked. Was Cruden in there? Cruden was in there. Charles oh my was in there. There's oh a couple God. other super rugby guys in there. Nate Osborne <laughs> was there. Like, 
Oh, I can't believe we missed out on having Cruden in the league. We're yeah. loaded up. We were ready to go make a make a shield run. Oh, jeez. Damn, that's tough. Oh my that's God. tough. Because we thought we we had inklings, right? Like kind of what Matt was alluding to is like there there were like signs that oh man, something big is coming down the pipeline for New York. I, we I, it was big, but it was the completely other direction in <laughs> yeah, terms of yeah. what what really happened. Implosion um, instead of explosion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, to hear that, that's uh, that's crazy. That's like crazy, in, our, in we, our, we, we had a group chat it. going. The New York team had a group chat going, and we posted. Like we did intro videos. Everyone had to send in an intro video just to get to know each other. And yeah, Aaron Cruden sent one in. Charlie Fumina sent one in. I sent one in. Like we were starting to make our way down the list. Yeah. And then midway through, it's team gets pulled. Damn. Damn. Any other any other big guys that maybe hasn't been leaked already by Brian Ray? I think Aaron Cruden and Charles Famuino were the biggest names that he listed, but. You got any other any other guys that were potentially coming in? Um, there were a couple super rugby guys. I can't remember off the top of my head um, the name of them, but there they there were some super rugby guys. I remember looking them up, and I saw there's a bunch of Chiefs caps. There was a bunch of Highlanders caps. Oh, we were going to see something great. Yeah, we were. We were, we were loaded up. Loaded up <laughs> wow! Sure. Wow! 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 Damn. What, uh, what, what may never become, you know what I mean? Like, damn, we, we missed out, but, um, I guess to kind of shift on looking ahead now and we can start trying to get into the, I guess the dispersal draft talks. And I know that I'm sure during the month of December, when you're going through all this news, Coe, about kind of the arrows, uh, withdrawing, and then obviously you getting the news with iron worker, iron workers withdrawing, um, even for us on this show, because it happened so quickly and, and just with every, the direction, everything still no kind of news on where Los Angeles kind of fit in this thing. Like, I mean, on the schedule, there wasn't even a logo like on, on the schedule at all and all these things. And, and we were kind of sitting, (laughs) we were kind of sitting, that there in in december and we were just like man like is this like kind of the beginning of the end for the mlr like is this is this where and you talked about kind of wishy-washy and how things are in flux and i will give credit to the mlr from where we were at in middle december to being like oh my god like are we even going to have a league you know coming up and and that's i don't even think that's an exaggeration um to where we are now where we have Los Angeles, who now you are a member of. Miami seems to be making a whole bunch of moves, and now there's news about a Charlotte team joining. So once we were down to you know the 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 teams that we were at in December, we're now right back at to the number where we first uh, originated from. Um, I'll give credit to the league that uh, we've we've done a good job in trying to in, in bouncing back, and I think that's a big thing. Whether it was through COVID nineteen or whether it was through what they just went through, They're, this league has shown a whole bunch of resiliency. And a big part of that, like I alluded to, was the dispersal draft. And and you're a member in that dispersal yeah, they draft, They slept obviously. on you, Co. They, they slept on you, Co. We, they, what the we heck were, happened? We were saying that in our last episode, and we were trying to figure out how people were valuing, you, you know, got this picked dispersal third draft. And, yeah. 23rd pick to Los Angeles. Los Jeez. Angeles stole you. Jeez. I mean, listen... It, 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 I understand it that you have to do something to hopefully get some players spread out, but it was the dispersal draft is just kind of I don't I didn't understand the point of it for a lot of okay. Guys. So I as soon as New York folded, then the dispersal draft details came out, 
and um, uh, what happened was you can start talking to teams immediately mm -hmm. and you can start negotiating. You start doing whatever you want um, with the teams. And I got uh, some advice from some, one of the Gil Groney and Gil Teeny's guys who have been through it before. And they were saying, listen, it's better if you get a contract sorted before the draft takes place. Um, so speaking to a bunch of teams, um, kind of settled on LA and I kind of made a verbal agreement to LA saying, listen, I want to sign for you. And what happened was my agent went to all the other teams and I was speaking to a number of teams um, and he went to all the other teams and said, listen, he's sorted with a contract. He knows where he wants to go. Um, don't draft him. Okay. And all, all, all the teams, you know, pulled through and didn't draft me and they drafted other guys. And he basically pulled a, a Eli Man Manning, Phillip Rivers. I co co basically <laughs> don't just touch me. Don't, <laughs> don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm untouchable. <laughs> kind of. Here's the thing. Like, I you don't get paid like, enough. Gonna... Like, if this is the NFL, I yeah. will go. Yeah. I'm making a million bucks. I will go. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, but yep. this isn't that. I, yeah. I don't know how long I have left playing. I want to be somewhere that I want to be. I don't want to just go wherever. I'm I I'm not going to be I'm in control of my own life. There's no way I'm being drafted by somebody I don't want to go to. So I go somewhere yeah. else. And, you know, it's yep. just not worth it for me for the pennies that we make. You know, that yeah. Vandy doesn't want to go to Utah. No, like, <laughs> I want I want to go where I want to go. Bible Belt? <laughs> you don't want to go there? I chose New York specifically because I wanted to go to New sure. York. You sure. Sure. Right. I mean, I, I see LA, I'd be like, me too. You know, it's... it's yeah. So I guess there's a couple of questions that kind of stem from that, Coe. Um, First, I guess, is the simple one, why LA? Like, what, what? obviously the place is a huge LA. thing for you. But and, and who is, who is next on the list? LA? I don't know. Get it. Vanny, I had, there's a point here. Yeah. Like, did you know guys that were going to LA? Because from us on the... Uh, what we, are, I think, were most shocked about, right, was we didn't know much about this Los Angeles team. We didn't know the roster that was being put together. We didn't know many of the players that were kind of, there, there seemed to be a lot of stuff in flux with this Los Angeles side. So obviously the place is very compelling, but what information did you have kind of behind the scenes that really compelled you to go, go to this club? Yeah, I think one of the biggest draws in the validity of it, because I, I pretty early on knew like LA's top of the list, but I don't want to be stuck in January if LA falls through. Cause I didn't have any information either. Um, and then I went, I listened to some podcasts by Peter Sickle, who's part of the ownership group and he's the CEO here at LA. And he was very well-spoken about how things are coming into place. He's kind of told us about, the ownership group, here's the plans for the team. They're very lofty plans, but he gave me quite a bit of confidence that this thing is, is going to follow through. And then I kind of, there's something so exciting about being on the ground floor of an organization 
Mm-hmm. I kind of felt it with New York. There, there was a couple years before I was there, but new ownership traded over. We really started building something new in 2022 when I first showed up. There was a little bit beforehand, but 2022 kind of started something new. And just to be a part of something on the ground floor, you can build up the culture, how you want to do it. You have say, you're, you're kind of, it's like being part of a startup almost, you know, like you have so much control that you can do. You can build it how you want to build it instead of going into an established organization where you're walking into someone else's culture and you have to either buy into that culture and fit in or you don't. And then you have to find a new contract compared to LA. I can kind of help mold it with the rest of the guys, figure it out, which was be the creation of that culture. That's a great point. Actually, that's a great point. Yeah. It's something that I was very interested in. It's like, okay, I'm on, I'm here day one with everyone else who's here day one. I don't know how they're going to do like usually you get a number when you're part of a team. Like I'm, I was iron worker 71, um, but like, sounds like a union member (laughs) (laughs) literally, but you know, being like LA number one, I won't be number one, but you should be. That's LA. badass, That's though. That's a word. Mark it on the show right yeah. here. The Fantasy Rocker Show is no, campaign no, no, no. for no, no, no. Andrew Coe to be no, no, no. number one. All right. So at the very least, you better not be anything lower than, uh, than I would say, 11 sounds great there, Co. 14 yeah. is pretty good. I mean, I'm normally 14, but I've, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy as long as I'm, you know, part of the first core group, you know? Yeah. That's exciting, uh, out, man. Yeah. Outside of – so – just kind of a, a hypothetical, but outside of LA, who is the the next most intriguing team to you? Um, and then kind of, I guess, why? Um, uh, just for me, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was very close. I was very close with Seattle. I will say that I was quite fair close. enough. That's what I. That's what I. Thought. I was thinking the yeah. Riker. Yeah. It, it made. Well. It, they seem to have a good thing going. It's very professional up there. I had some very yeah. good conversations with, with Clarky and Reeker and it's close to Vancouver. It's the, you know, Pacific North. It's two hours from Vancouver, you know? Um, I was, I was very, very close. And then I just kind of, yeah, just, just being a part of something new. Yeah, what really drew me to, to LA, but that, Seattle was was like right. Yeah. I mean, was fair it? enough. As long as so, as long as you didn't get you know, uh, as long as Rieker didn't bring his doctors into the conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you were too close with that. You know, we I need to call Rieker um, doctors, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, talk about contrasting kind of organizations there, Coey. I mean, Seattle, the foundation of the MLR, you know, they've been there since kind of day one and they've obviously established their culture and have something like yeah, you said, kind yeah, of going yeah. there. LA is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum where um, it is brand new, literally heading into this season. But was it, was it West coast for you? Was it, it sounds like it was, it, it you want to get West or is it kind of just, were you just looking team by team? I was just kind of looking team by team, I would okay. say. Uh, and then, yeah, it's fun. The, the draft was funny because teams moved at different speeds, you know, like some teams operated very, you know, like speaking to um, 
Seattle. It was very professional. Yeah. There were a bunch of like I spoke to the um, director of rugby multiple times. I spoke with the captain. It was very, very professional. And I got a good sense of what they were offering. They got a good sense of who I was. And then you'd have like, I don't know, Miami on the other side of things that never spoke to them. They just kind of asked my agent what I was on and what my number was. And that was it. And then some teams mm. kind of didn't even really say anything. Like they kind of, I got, I got a, a bunch of idiots. Um, yeah. <laughs> San Diego <laughs> the day before the draft. What the heck? Last Everyone should have been calling you. So it was just like it, it, because it was so late notice. Every all these teams are on different timelines yeah. about things. Sure. So, I mean, fair enough. They have their entire roster filled out, right? So this, yeah, I'm a supplement player at that point. So right. Right. I, I completely get it from the other teams' perspectives. Uh, just a bad situation all around. I think what the league could do next time around. I think why Toronto and LA or Toronto and New York were so close was all right. Time to put your money where your mouth is. It's time yeah. to pay the dues this, there's no more extensions. I'm pretty sure New York got a couple extensions. No more. We need the money or you don't have the money. Yeah. And if you did that two or three months prior then roster spots aren't filled. You can kind of work around that. But because mm -hmm. it's so late, it, it was quite difficult and teams already had their spots filled out. So you don't you don't really need us as players because you have your team oh. filled out, you know? So it's, it's yeah, just a makes sense. pretty poor situation yeah. as a whole. Kind of uh, makes sense why they don't uh they don't publicize a draft. And in, in, in the way of like announcing the picks as they come through and stuff like that. Well, Cause see, clearly, clearly it's a mess. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, it's, it's the timing thing more than anything. Yeah. You know, like, that, and that's the interesting thing is like they, they, they describe it as a draft, but at least the way you're explaining it, Co, is that it's not so much of a draft, but it's just a way for them to kind of describe something that is going on. Yeah. It's not what people think of as a conventional It almost like, feels like if they were like, in layman's sense. terms, we're having a draft. Sure, sure. Um, but From a league, like I get it, you don't want to sewer all those players on Toronto and New York and be like, okay, you guys are done. Like, right. There's no team, you don't get paid, you're, you're you're gone. Yeah. So this is kind of the best that they can do in this situation is just like kind of throw this thing together. So, <laughs> you know, I, I understand it, but it's just the poor, it's just a bad situation is all it is. Well, well let, let's start shifting the conversation to kind of now and looking ahead because I do <sighs> feel like there are brighter days to come. And I guess we'll start kind of big view looking looking in and then we'll get smaller and talk la specifically coey but uh, as a as a i would call you now a veteran of major league rugby um yeah that's you know funny uh what what <laughs> so you know? i drove down i drove down from vancouver and yeah. i was with seth purdy and okay. um jack shaw and we stayed in a, a hotel and there were two beds in a cot so I went in there and I'm like, all right, boys, how are we, how are we going to, who's on the cot? Are we drawing straws? What's the deal? 
And they both like, oh no, like you're the old man, you're the old guy, you can get a bed. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> it happens yeah. quick. It happens quick. Once you're a young gun. That's right. Yeah. No kidding. So again, to emphasize, veteran of Major League Rugby Cup. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess now that you've been in the league and everything that you've been through, you know, from, you know, all the success you had on the New York Iron Workers to everything you went through this offseason to now finding yourself in an exciting new place. As a player in this league, are you excited about the direction of the league? Are you excited where you're at? Are you excited for the teams that are in, the new teams, the new faces, everything about it? After everything that has happened, and, and you talked about kind of it not being necessarily done in, in the best where the timing just wasn't great, whether that was controllable or not, um, or out of people's hands, where we're at now, are you kind of in a better place and are you feeling good about where the league stands? Oh, yeah. I think there's a couple of things. The, the World Cup ending, World Rugby kind of puts that in a box, and then they look mm-hmm. forward to the next two World Cup cycles. So they'll probably start start slowly building up the league. World Rugby is pretty invested. I think they're they're pretty heavily invested into that Charlotte team. Yeah, that's what we've yeah. heard. Yeah. Um, so they don't want that to fail. World Rugby won't let it fail. They've already given the World Cup to the U.S., so they want this league to do very well. And I think one of the biggest things is that kind of got swept under the rug pretty quickly is I think the Rugby Network is going to be on Apple TV, hmm. which is like really unreal. I. I don't quote me on that. I saw it once. <laughs> I'm quoting you on it. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I already got written down. <laughs> sure the Rugby <laughs> Network was announced that they'll be on Apple TV, which would be huge for viewers to start mm-hmm, building yeah. the viewership. And it's just, the league will succeed once the average American knows there is a league. 100%. Right. 100%. And when people start playing fantasy MLR. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'll put one foot in front of the other, right? There's a league. How can I bet on this? Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? Um, Gambling does a lot. Exactly. Well, that, that is reassuring to hear. And I think that is a sentiment that we kind of were talking to me and Maddie last week about the funding yeah. coming in from uh from World Rugby and things like that. Um so yeah, I like I mentioned kind of a little bit ago. I I am optimistic. Despite all the crazy stuff that has happened. It seems like the league is stepping in the right direction. And I got to give, like I said, got to give the league credit. They've shown a lot of resilience yeah. to stay and afloat because it's not it's not easy to start a new league in North American sports, especially in a sport no. that is as niche as rugby that people don't typically follow. And know? to get through COVID to get. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. COVID killed a lot of leagues. Yeah, exactly. So. so yeah. And I mean, to your point. Is. Is. is a testament in and of itself and there's some thing like everyone in the league ownership coaches every single person across the league is just doing fantastic job yeah yeah giving it their all to try and make this work and to your point i mean they're not going to want in a a u.s team to be at a caliber of a team that's not going to make the world cup so they're going to be putting some money into this to make sure that they can actually compete and show the american fans that hey Americans like the U.S. team is actually going to be able to compete here. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, but to kind of move, get a little yeah. 
a little trickle of it in Canada, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a whole other conversation, man. Losing, losing the arrows wasn't a good start to that, but hey, oh, it is no, what it the is. The Vancouver Highlanders is trying to Hey, let's go. Um, moving on to kind of moving forward to this, to LA. Um, wanted to get your thoughts on a couple things. One, uh, how do you, I would love to get your take on the name. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a name of that. I've never seen a, a, a rugby club with the way that they put RFCLA. It makes no sense to me. And then kind of the follow-up to that is, uh, did you know the logo? Uh, and what do you think of the logo? And are you excited that you're going to be able to wear something that resembles a bell end on your, on your jersey all season long? You know you what? You said, you said it earlier, Matt. Any press is good press, you know? Hmm. I there like the answer. Go. That's, that's a good that rebuttal, is... Co. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I Matt's think, been outspoken about it. Yeah, yeah. On Matt. Americans, Americans <laughs> love a mascot, so maybe RFCLA is a placeholder, and then we find. Oh, you, you just love a. your teams. I can't figure out team names, eh? <laughs> no, no, you just no. love they, it. You they know? love mascots and fireworks. If you got those two things, exactly. Look, if their mascot is, it needs to be riding a motorcycle with fireworks well, in the back, and yeah. A, and then a jet flyover. You yeah. hit that, boom, America's team. I don't know if America's ready to see male genitalia riding a motorcycle, okay? I don't think we're ready for that. <laughs> but uh, I guess, yeah, so it's that aside. Matt has been quite outspoken about the branding and uh, the logo of your your new squad, Koei. But getting into the nitty-gritty, Jealousy. the squad. The squad looks pretty good. I mean, Matt and I were breaking it down last week. You joining Jack Shaw, who you mentioned, um, which would be fun. You get uh, teammate Jason Emery to join you as well. Uh, Will Leonard, uh, some marquee Rugby Atlanta guys that have been there. Um, A big move bringing Jordan Chait, who we saw in Seattle, who was pretty solid over there. And and, uh, and some of these guys, what what are you excited about? Jason Dam, some big names there. Mm -hmm. Yuri Van Vuren's coming back. Um, this LA team is starting, uh, kind of looks like at least somewhat on the ground running here with some of the boys that you got. Yeah. I mean, skills wise, talent wise, we, we can compete with any team in the league for sure. The tough part with starting a new team is getting all the connections in. If you look mm-hmm. at Chicago last year, Chicago sure. unbelievable yeah. on paper. But it's the connections, and that takes quite a while. So I think that's going to be a big focus for us is just, like, getting around each other, getting the connections going, figuring out how each other kind of play. Um, it's exciting, though. It is It is quite exciting. It's not It's not a team that's just kind of thrown together. There was some thought put together with this yeah. team. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty pretty confident that we can go toe-to-toe with anybody. And you said you had your uh, your first meeting. So how how are the boys? You feel fit in? You think you you made the right you choice? You look great running reflection? upstairs. You look so good <laughs> running upstairs. Good, honestly, great vibes. Great vibes. It's like every single person who comes in just goes. It's L.A. So every single person's like, this is unreal. They put us up in nice places. Uh, mm. We're by the beach, and ever away from the homeless people. Yeah, we're like avoiding them. They're everywhere. <laughs> but yeah it's like how could you not be in a good mood when the sun is shining and it's january and i have mm. to think about putting on sunscreen you know yeah you don't know how cold it is in tilsonburg <laughs> it's getting really how many, cold how, how many feet of snow how many feet of snow <laughs> keep going <laughs> hey keep going 
I guess I mean back in back in in my playing days there, Co. I hated playing in the cold, and I know New York, you got a little bit of taste of that. But it's it's gonna feel nice though, eh? having your home games, uh, um, you know, in March when when you're playing against the Arrows and you're going up, and they had a whole stretch of games, um, away yeah. because of the cold up there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be nice when you're in those early and, months playing. Yeah, we were heat. we were given the the schedule before New York folded and Toronto folded. Mm-hmm. there was the schedule was released to the players and i think we were week one in boston so we're in <laughs> in boston playing that oh my gosh who'd even want to go yeah. to boston anyways yeah, that, that sounds brutal but hey i'm now you get to go from the mount vernon well you go from the new jersey high school the tennis court yeah. you go to mount vernon and now you're in I mean, LA. sports, dignity, health, whatever park. Have you have you had a chance to go in there yet? And and I mean, how how has that been compared to what you've experienced so far? I mean, yeah, I yeah, it's it's going to be wild. It's going to be it's going to be fun being in. Now we just have to fill out the the stadium. You know, let's go. Let's start with maybe one section, and we'll go up from there. Right? Exactly. No, it's going to be pretty electric and to play on grass as well. Oh, baby, let's go. Let's go. We're what, see what's, it. yeah, I was going to say, what's, uh, what's the goals for this year? I know you talked about some lofty goals that they posted for the team, but, uh, from your first meeting, I don't know if you guys have already went to it, but what is kind of the, the goals of, are you guys looking for a championship first year? Or are you guys kind of saying, Hey, let's, let's get into this and try to try to just compete. Yeah. I mean, we're not really focused on lofty goals. Like everyone obviously wants to win a championship, but you can't go into the first meeting and say the goal is to win because every single team across the league is going to say that. Right. Yeah. Um, The goal for us is just to build something and enjoy it and have a good culture and get around each other and, uh, you know, build, build this thing. You know, we're, we're trying to build this thing, get around the LA community, make, make connections here, get people out to games. Like you're not just a rugby player in LA, you are trying to build this, you're a part of the organization. So let's, let's, let's go. That's sweet. And then individual goals. I'm sure the only thing that you have on your list co is that you want to break the 200 fantasy point mark, right? That's, yeah. That's all you See have. If we can get up to 15th from 16th. That's all. Let's... <laughs> it's, it's the get me to the playoffs, man. Let's go So to put, to put things into perspective. Uh, co you had, at least in our fantasy season, oh. um, seven tries, pretty solid, t- almost 1200 meters gained. Um, you, you started and played in all 15 matches during our, our, our fantasy year, 168.8 fantasy points. Um, that still wasn't close enough to get to Joe Mana's 246.7, who scored 14 tries, 1400 meters gain. Uh, that's the season, you, Taco. that's the season we want, uh, we want you to have this year, man. We want, uh, we want you to get the top. That was a hell of a player. He, he's, and he came on in, um, in Spain for the U S and scored three tries in their yeah. first cap. The guy is, the guy is electric. Yeah. Um, and then the funny kind of caveat here, Nate Oxberger, um, who could have been your teammate in New York. Uh, he, uh, finished second in our fantasy uh, league. 
Um, Maddie ended up drafting him as a scrum half because that where that's where he thought I'm he was so play. sick the of guy, the story. <laughs> the guy didn't play one scrum half game all season long, being on the back three. Maddie ended up accidentally drafting the second Why? best fantasy MLR player. Do it, eh? Why do you actually do it? Ryan? Because don't worry about the, it, Vanny. Don't worry about the it. Story, Why do you do it, the, Ryan? the story, the story, research. The story is co is that Maddie was eyeing uh drafting Luke Campbell of the yeah. Nola Gold because he was really hyped about him yeah bandy ended up stealing luke campbell yeah uh, uh, literally a pick before then uh maddie panic picked it was like crap i just need a scrum half it wasn't I'm a gonna, panic i'm gonna no. pick, i'm gonna pick <laughs> nate Oxford. i had that plan and all of a sudden nate osper becomes the second best fantasy mlr player not even as a scrum Planned. half, Planned. and ends up winning matthew a fantasy Ring. mlr champion who's, who's the top forward butch has got to be up there eh? uh the top forward is uh who do we have here oh conradi yeah yeah conradi that was it yeah he was a beast last year though i mean yeah 193.8 fantasy points he killed it tackles man yeah 192 tackles yeah and tackles really changed the league i mean it probably it probably would have been recorded if he uh didn't get hurt but should have stayed on the juice Where's the butch? The butch has got to be up there. The guy has, oh, dude. This year he got drafted so high. Who? Uh, oh, was Boston. he a disappointment? Oh was he yeah, he was. He was. Oh, I'm gonna have to give it to him for being points. a yeah. Well, I mean, he was he was second overall front row. Yeah, he wasn't that much. Was... He just, you know, he's a front row. He didn't. And... He didn't do what he did. What he did in your championship season with New York was incredible. Like I mean, he was scoring tries left and right off of that that yeah. the mall that you guys had going in New York. You just guys didn't have it, you know. It's a very he's a t- it was a team kind of oriented thing, and you guys just weren't as efficient um, yeah. as you obviously know last season. Yeah. Um, but uh, don't I rub mean, it in. Well, right? even like Ed <laughs> no, Fido got drafted. <laughs> no, what am I saying? Koza, 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 RFC LA guy down to the core now. There's, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York rugby New York, what? <laughs> so. Um, but no, uh, we're super excited for you, Co. We're excited for the the season that you're gonna have. Uh, Vandy's probably gonna try to draft you again, and he'll probably, probably. five hundred again because Real. of you. Um, last question for me though, Co. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! You got a question? You just there, slap bro. us both at the same time. <laughs> you said I'm Welcome gonna back, end up five hundred because of Co. Is that talking no. shit to me or is that to Co? No, I'm oh, saying that's the only reason. At the same time, the only reason why you're gonna finish 500 is because Co is gonna score. Oh, me in Pennsylvania. Points. Let's jump this guy. <laughs> man, man. I don't know where he lives, but I'm with you. Let's jump this guy. You will never find me. I'm oh, in Amish buddy. country. I'm in Amish country, baby. I you you ain't finding me. You don't know um, Amish country. I'm in Amish country. <laughs> you don't know Amish country. You'd be surprised, dude. Um, but last question for me, Co. Um, Maddie kind of touched on the the, the logo and the branding and everything um mlr releasing the jerseys pretty exciting kappa kappa being the uh, jersey provider this upcoming season which is really really cool um having kind of a notable brand like that um and they released the jerseys How, what are your thoughts uh we're gonna we're gonna break down and give our initial reactions on uh, the jerseys ourselves but before we let you go here Kobe, we just wanted to get your opinion on kind of what you thought about uh about uh the la team's jerseys yeah i think they're pretty money i like them Quite a bit. Um, You're basically rocking UBC colors again. Yeah, yeah. Are they? Are they, are they a tribute to Coastal Vibes though? <laughs> they they tribute to LA Coastal Vibes properly though. 
yeah like you got the wave on the front oh yeah like the blue the light blue too oh yeah the light the light blue one looks good i just honestly just get me into an old school 70s kappa track suit <laughs> there we go <laughs> i mean they already made it kind of look like it with the kappa kappa down the side of the shorts yeah. uh which is a bold move it's different i i still kind of going to it i love it great when I'm looking say, forward to seeing you, you say, look so jacked in that thing. Touch me in say, 10 years with that tracksuit on. Let's go. Yeah. It yes. has speed and agility to your stats, man. <laughs> exactly. When you say Kappa Kappa, Ryan, all I can think of is this fraternity house. Yeah, like, no. immediately, I'm like, frat house. <laughs> oh, man, infamous brand there. But, no, that's cool to see. I'm sure you're going to look good in it, Co. Uh, I'm sure you're going to score plenty of tries this upcoming season uh, with that wearing on. But I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, before then, too. We'll love to uh, catch up with you again. It was fun. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we're super excited for this uh, fantasy MLR season. Um, again, we're trying to expand it, and we have some exciting news coming up here um, for people who want to try it out. And I'm sure that you'll make a whole bunch of fantasy managers happy this season having uh, Andrew Coe in the blue and yellow uh, this upcoming year, man. Should be should be good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm always cool. – Yeah, thanks, Coe. Hey, Coe, I got one more thing. Yeah. If I get you again, you send me your jersey, I'll send you my beer league jersey. Let's go. Signed, each. Deal. That's a fair trade. That's, that's a great a trade. trade. A, sign, a signed Vandy jersey. Beer <laughs> League, dude, there's some blood on it. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, honestly, I think Co is losing that trade, to be fair. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> you know, but uh, if you came to Tillsburg, I'm famous here. <laughs> but uh co appreciate you coming on as always man you're always welcome on um and yeah best of luck in the training we're excited to hear uh the big things to come in la and uh we're excited to catch up with you in a, in a little bit here as we get closer to the season yeah thanks fellas we'll uh... love having you always a pleasure moments. buddy always a pleasure and uh thanks again to friend of the show andrew co for hopping on obviously like we said Legend. a guy a guy that was in the thick of things here um literally from the iron workers folding to joining the newest team uh in the league with this dispersal draft um really just had a whole whole bunch of insight there into kind of how this crazy off season went um and kind of the the future of this league as well um just before we kind of get into uh our our classic news and notes segment here and and get into that uh that jersey reaction we heard Coe's uh kind of reaction to the LA jerseys but we'll get our initial reaction on some of the other jerseys um just kind of the most interesting stuff for you guys uh <laughs> that that Coe had insight in um to to all those details about the crazy off season or about about kind of anything around the league I mean, we missed out on seeing the greatest MLR team. No kidding. Ever. No. Of all time yeah, in rugby New York. We were going to see some all-black caliber talent, and it was going to be ridiculous, and they were going to absolutely wipe the floor with everybody. But it is what it is. I'm. It's just crazy. But he provided a lot of other insight as well yeah. in the whole process and stuff. Dispersal draft stuff was interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like uh, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on um wasn't as kind of straightforward and maybe that's part of the reason why you know a lot of this stuff when this these things happen i get it that a lot of it was last minute it's so kind of behind the scenes and like behind closed doors and we don't hear it until we get brian ray's kind of article or, or those things like that um but it just sounds like there was a whole bunch of discussions um we now know, you know, that, yeah, Matt, like you're saying, the team that could have been. And then also now kind of the talks that happened to to lure uh, Andrew Coe to, to this Los Angeles team. But, yeah, overall, 
uh, pr pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff there. But uh, let let's move along here and let's start talking some latest news and notes. Again, we touched on here to wrap up the episode about the jerseys. Um, we'll get our initial reactions here about kind of what these look like. Um, got Co's reaction, but we'll have our full ranking episode that we do every single year on ranking these jerseys uh, next week. Uh, but we'll we'll give our initial reaction here. Uh, Maddie, I'll start with you, man. Uh, thoughts on this year's jerseys? First year for Kappa Kappa. I mean, they're definitely creative this year. You know, we got a lot less, uh, what's it called? The gradient, a lot less gradient. So I'm a big yeah, fan of that. I think we're, we're starting to see some personality from these teams, some uh, heritage and some roots being kind of dug into the ground of like, hey, this is, this is who we are. This is kind of, and it's not just kind of something that was built in some team kit builder. It actually looks like these guys took an effort to look at their jersey and say, how do we want our team to be represented on the field? And I think for the most part, they look pretty good. And I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll have my qualms next week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I like them. A lot of them are unique. Uh, Kappa, I think, did a good job. Again, I told Co bold choice with going with the Kappa logo uh you know along the side of the shorts obviously it's an iconic thing that they have on their track suits and things like that so you're kind of bringing that branding over that kind of familiar branding which is interesting um yeah uh we'll we'll break and in, get into it and and in in the next episode and, and what we think about each individual jersey but at least yeah overview well, I'm I, mean, I gotta say those we dallas ones slap actually you, you like really? those, Dude, right. those are a slick looking jersey like man they really are well, all right we'll see where that uh, lands on on hey, your ranking well, list there Maddie, we gotta we gotta Randy. get i i don't want to tell you because i don't want it i don't want to be that high <laughs> well we gotta we gotta we gotta get your first opinion on the utah jerseys before we move in sure. yeah well, yeah I, they're one duh whether or even if I hate them, I hate them behind the scenes. They got the worst. Uh, they look the exact same as like caught waiting at a bus station or something. Like I, I don't. Those jerseys, I don't know how I feel about. But you put a put, you could have put the champions logo or a Walmart logo on the front or like Joe's logo on the front, and they look the exact same. Put my old last logo. Year. You wouldn't even tell the difference. Yeah, there we go. Um, but I mean, I don't know if I am a big fan of the gray ones. The black ones always look nice. They took off the number off the front of the Jersey that they, they infamously had in the past yeah, um, as well. But, uh, yeah, Vandy, you're going to be buying yourself a, a Kappa Utah Warriors Jersey here. No, I'm going to beat Steven and then he's going to buy me one too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, yeah, we'll have our full, uh, full ranking of these jerseys and our reaction coming up next episode. But again, overall, I think uh, we're pretty, pretty happy with how uh, the Kappa has gone in terms of uh, talking about uh, these, uh, these jerseys and putting them together. It's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Each of them being pretty unique. Um, you know what? New swag is always cool. You know, the new swag. Oh, we yeah. love, we love kit. We, we love always, swag uh, here. We always love Kit. Um, let's talk a little bit about kind of the latest rumblings from around the league here uh, before we get into some very big fantasy MLR news. Um, some big roster moves happening. I think the biggest over the past week, uh, Matt and I kind of talked about last episode because we did not see his name on the roster list that we had access to, but it looks like the big man, Ma'a Nanu, is returning with San Diego, and we're going to be able to this see is the, be... the connection between uh, Matt Gateau and now Ma'a This is going to be the oldest uh, center pairing in MLR <laughs> history. We got a 40 year old. Hey, with like, the way I that man moves, 39 he ain't 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bro, this be is 30 gonna... this year. He moves better than yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, he moves way better than you, Vandy. Dude, these hips, um, man. He's got a lot more hair mad. than you, too. Mm. Uh, Let's see his back. Hey. Mo, show me your back, bro. 
<laughs> but this is going to be an electric center pairing. I mean, I don't know how many times we're going to see these guys together on the field, uh, but I hope we see it a lot. Yeah, should, should be interesting there. Um, again, they have a pretty deep center back line. You add Ma Nanu to the list. Uh, you, we expect Matt Gato to be in that kind of pairing there. They got Marcel Brocky. They got Tian Lutz. Um, you know, should should be very very interesting to see how that kind of breaks down there. Um, and then some other kind of quick roster moves to kind of go over. Houston Sabercats have signed South African scrum half Andre Warner for 2024. He's got some uh, some pro experience uh, both in South Africa and in. In, uh, in France, which will be interesting. Um, and then Los Angeles uh, making a whole flurry of moves here as well that I'll quickly run through. Uh, they sign uh, Bruce Kawika Kau- 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 Peterson. Yeah, you tried. You tried. I tried. Yeah. Uh, hooker from New Zealand. They sign uh, Michael Amiris, back rower, um, a South African signing for LA. And then some familiar faces, Yuri Van Vuren, um, who you obviously are familiar with, uh, Vandy, um, on the uh, the Utah Warriors, who uh, had 52 caps for them. He joins Los Angeles now. What? And then also Alex Mon, um, who has uh, was obviously with Rugby Atlanta, also joins uh, the LA team, and along with uh, Lincoln C. So uh, yeah. LA has a lot. Of, I think a lot of these guys are already listed on that team roster that they they released. I think they're just doing individual graphics to make it official. Uh, no, then, I just got to put in salary cap considerations real quick. <laughs> um, and then shifting on over to some other big news from this past week. Uh, a lot of names going over to the Super Rugby Americas. Uh, um, still stink. I know that, Maddie, the kind of the sentiment was a whole bunch of the guys earlier in the offseason coming to the MLR. Does this concern you whatsoever? No. These guys still stink. MLR still beats Solar any day of the week. All right. Well, Jack Hidalgo uh, of Houston, John Lefevre of Old Glory DC, Thomas Morani of San Diego, Devro Ferris of Seattle Seawolves, Gabe Mau Inga from uh, nice the Utah track. Warriors, and then put some uh, passion there. into it. I know. I got to work on that. It's uh, not enough. Eh, <laughs> no, uh, you going what? to the American the Raptors, commish? and then. <laughs> the big one, though, is uh, two Dallas Jackals additions. Uh, Nick Ben and Mitch Richardson, the bigger one, Ooh, going Mitch to the Richardson. Dallas Jackals, uh, both uh, the formerly on the Toronto Arrows, uh, that is no more, going to, to Dallas. I think Ooh. these are big additions for them. I like this. Mitch Richardson, for sure, for Dallas. Yeah, I'm a big fan of yeah. this. I know they got a fairly good center pairing, but I think Mitch Richardson will be a nice uh, addition there as a utility back. Yeah, Mitch Richardson yeah. Uh, doing pretty well in uh, fantasy circles. He was kind of like a a streamer kind of yeah, uh, waiver pickup for us. 126.2 fantasy points last season. Uh, 11 of uh, 11 games started <laughs> in uh, the fantasy season. Uh, a season high 27.4 fantasy points in round 11 when he went for 175 meters gained, a try, and 13 tackles at the center position. We got to get Matt back in the basement, man. Who? <laughs> you uh, the whole beat. <laughs> nah, you don't want that. Oh yeah, you don't well, want hey, that. You don't want to see that. Vandy. Speaking of oh, leagues, though, there's going to be a whole lot of opportunity for other potential league managers to either end up in the basement or bring home a fantasy MLR championship. Because I got some exciting news now that I am. I've uh, been teasing all episode long that I got to to reveal here now. Boys, we're taking our first big step to opening up fantasy MLR 
Let's go. What we're going to do here, I've gone official and A-OK from our uh, website guru, uh, Alistair Kirsch Poole, um, that we are working on this stuff. And uh, we're we're trudging along here. But the next biggest step is to get the interest brewing. um, Try to start to see who is uh, willing and wanting to play some fantasy MLR. So what we're going to be doing here on the Fantasy Ruckers is we are going to be releasing a Google form that is going to include a bunch of details that people who are interested in playing fantasy MLR for this 2024 season uh, need to go ahead uh, to um, need to fill out that information and submit that form. We're going to submit that link uh, for that form um, on social media channels at the fantasy Rutgers. We're going to submit it on our discord channel um, and everywhere, anywhere that we can um, uh, uh, send that out so that people can start uh, submitting their names and submitting the stuff that is needed for them to participate in fantasy MLR for the upcoming season. Um, we've been alluding to this all off season long and we're getting closer and closer and closer. And again, this next step is just seeing what type of people, I should say how many people are interested in joining this so that we can get it all set up and start building some of these leagues for people to take part in. Um, super exciting stuff. It looks like we're going to be having this fantasy is, MLR for, uh, this for a whole is bunch huge. of people. This is big. This is big. Hey, Vandy, this is big. And, this uh, is big. You know, I think this is going to be a big year for the MLR. We got three new teams coming in. And along with those three new teams, we got a whole new new fan base that we're going to bring to the MLR by starting starting to open up this fantasy MLR. And I'm I'm a big fan and I'm excited to kind of uh I'm excited to be part of it. Yeah. I'm excited to get this thing going. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun seeing the early mocks about the <laughs> so I saw the early mockups of the website again. Fantasy is just it, it gets you invested into the sport in such a a unique way, and I, I'm so excited to allow the experiences that Vandy, you and Matt uh, have been able yeah. to experience over the past. Well, no, look, look, hey, shut up! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look! You don't want the experience that Vandy has had, people. All right, we'll do better. Oh, we'll it. do better. <laughs> Um, but uh, nonetheless, whether it's winning, whether it's losing, it's all part of fantasy. It's or the 500. Fan- it's the fan or 500. It's the fantasy growing pains. Um, but now, what is for certain is that everyone is going to have a chance <laughs> at experiencing that roller coaster of emotion. Kill this guy. Um, but there's going to be a whole whole bunch of information that will have to be included there. You'll have to submit your uh, email. Um, you'll also have to join our Discord community as well. Uh, we'll post that along in the link. That is how we are going to um, uh, we're uh, going to facilitate the communication within each respective leagues. Um, and then we're also looking for commissioners. So if you're willing to kind of manage manage a league uh, for us um, and kind of facilitate just the the upper uh, kind of uh, uh, administrative stuff when it comes to kind of uh, facilitating a draft, um, just making sure things are going smoothly. The 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 workload for uh, these kind of, I guess, quote unquote, mini commissioners is not that great. You're just kind of overseeing a league um, and we are looking for those uh, people. So if you're willing to kind of step up and be a commissioner of a league, which you, of course, will also get to play in, um, you'll be this is the first time ever where the commissioner uh will also be able to participate illusion um just uh just uh let let us know um we'll include that as a question there if you know we're looking for uh league members or leagues to be the size of around i would say eight to uh ten teams yeah if you know 
If you know uh, eight people, uh, you along with seven others that want to create a league, um, we'll leave a space in this Google form as well for you to uh, request to be in a league with other people that you know. If you're just an individual and you don't have uh, a, a league that you know of that you can join in as a group, uh, still sign up. We're going to slot you into uh, a league that is commissioned by someone and, and we'll make sure that everyone out there is going to be able to play fantasy MLR in this 2024 season. So again, keep a lookout on our social media channels. There is a Google form that will be posted uh, there on our Discord community, on Reddit, everywhere for you to sign up and start uh, providing us your information for us to get you uh, signed up here. Um, and, and we're looking forward to it, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be super fun. I'm going to be joining a league for sure um, out there. Oh, no, um, this guy, well. this guy is going to finally understand our trouble here, eh, Vandy? Right. This commissioner over here is going to join a league. And he's uh, last place. It won't be the official fantasy Rutgers league, which I'll still be overseeing. But uh, again, overlording um, more like this guy's going to be last <laughs> place in another uh, league. But we'll see. Yeah. So if you're a lucky member, you uh, if you sign up, you might be able to to play with uh, yours truly. And then you forgot you to mention. To beat him. You forgot to mention they also just have to send me, you know, credit card information. Just yeah. there's just small stuff. The numbers, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the the number on the back too, that little three number one, <laughs> exactly yeah. how you write it, your uh, name dis on it. Disclaimer: uh, That is Vandy saying that I am not asking anyone to provide that, but maybe, hey, maybe that's the the we want smart league members. So if if you do hey. get anyone's credit card yeah. information, like if you go to, well, a hey, we don't want them too smart. Yeah, right? if you go we to don't a want them too smart, and you got to answer the math question before they sign up for the games. Same thing. For your sake, Ryan, we don't want the guys too smart that are going up against here, or else you're not going to do too well. We are working on as well. Relegation. Wait, if you do join uh, the fantasy MLR circles here and you are slotted in one of your leagues, we're going to figure out a way um, to see whether, uh, by the based on your performances here, how we can get some of our listeners involved in our official fantasy ruckers league Whoa. so um there may be a spot within the fantasy ruckers league for Mad a spot. listener and viewer to be joined into that and compete with our kind of i uh, guess you could try uh, to compete try the uh, a team our, right our, the our, team. Our, our founding father league and our founding father members mm. there in our original fantasy ruckers league we'll see uh how we can get that baked into but again all the details will be released on our social media page i'm super excited to see the feedback Let's on go. this um we've been alluding to this and teasing this for a really really long time and uh finally through a lot of hard work through a lot of great people um we've finally been able to take a step closer to getting fantasy mlr out there to the masses so super excited keep a lookout for that um and uh we'll hopefully take another step closer to getting fantasy mlr a reality here uh for this upcoming year but uh yeah well what an episode Dude, that's Jam big time hey that's that big, is big time, time boys that is big time you know what it is big time you coming coming back this episode i've i've loved every minute of it you know i haven't been able to make fun of ryan as much as i you know, Make as much as I've wanted to. Well, that's why I'm so glad that you're back. Yeah, well, we have it's one not on a Sunday night. And here we go. Look at that. Human punching bag, Vandy. That's what you are always have been. Really good at oh, it. Oh, you're too. the best looking one. You're the best hey, looking really one. Really good at being a punching bag. You should ask oh. my uh, three-year-old. Hey, you still look good. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there we go. You know what, boys? Compliment. I got so much makeup on right now. It'd blow your mind. <laughs> All right. So well, I, I can't. 
make sure you're following us at the fantasy Rutgers. keep an eye out for that google form that will be released uh for anyone to start signing up and show their interest in joining a fantasy mlr league of their own next week's episode episode number 92 guys we're closing in on episode 100 pretty nuts um episode 92 we're gonna break down and rank our jerseys and what we think about them gonna be super exciting stuff vandy i hope we're able to have you on again very very soon we'll try to work out our best because i know the people love you maddie we'll see you next week as well and for all of our listeners um we'll be back next week here on the fantasy rugger show anything else for the people here vandy and matt you know what nope oh go ahead vandy you part part the ways you know what it's like a weird thing it's like a like an adrenaline rush it's like you're oh yeah you're back on the drugs you did in college type situation but (laughs) oh did you but anyways it's been a slice love everyone listening love everyone not listening still learn to listen learn to play join the leagues you'll love it let's go all right well for vandy for maddie i'm ryan yee and we'll be back next week on the fantasy record show love you vandy You've been listening to the Fantasy Ruckers Show, bringing fantasy rugby to the masses, covering everything rugby from the MLR and beyond. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and be sure to tell all your friends. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, connect with us on social media at the Fantasy Ruckers. Till next time, this is the Fantasy Ruckers Show, signing off.